right, Bitcoin accumulation country, welcome back to the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. I'm your host, Phil, and we are in season two, and this is episode 41. Hope everybody's doing well this evening. Got a really special guest, a gentleman by the name of Saint Bitcoin. Bitcoin plebs are going to be very familiar with him, but for those of you that aren't, he's a totally awesome Bitcoiner and um, I just found him to be very positive and, uh, you know, just very enlightening and just well-spoken. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I want to have this guy on my show. And I think that uh, I think that he's going to have a really great story to tell. And he definitely did not let us down. So it's going to be a really interesting show. And I also want to uh, just remind everybody that we are no longer on Libsyn. We are now on anchor.fm so eventually my podcast is going to start appearing again on itunes under fun with bitcoin podcast and also um, we have our merch on moetarags.com you can find fun with bitcoin merchandise over there got some t-shirts got some mugs got some phone cases if you want to support the show it's a great way to do it check it out anyways Without further ado, here is my awesome interview with Saint Bitcoin. All right, Bitcoin accumulation country, thank you for joining me. This is the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. Joining me tonight is the host of of BTC Plebe Talk podcast, Saint Bitcoin. And I met Saint Bitcoin on the uh, the uh, Bitcoin Plebe telegram group and i just find him to be a really remarkable guy i i just find him to be positive and well-spoken and even though i find him to be a hardcore bitcoin maximalist he's he's very welcoming you know he's just he's he's good toxic so without further ado saint bitcoin man What's up? Yo, yo, yo. What is going on? (laughs) (laughs) It is awesome to have you, man. This is crazy. Dude. Yeah, man. I'm uh, extremely grateful to uh, be on your podcast today, to be uh, on an episode. Um, I've gotten to listen to you in the past. You know, we interact on Twitter and on Telegram and uh, you're a great dude as well. And hey, man, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the time. Cool, man. I'm super happy to have you on. I just, you know, like I said, in my intro, it just, you know, reading through, you know, going back and forth with you and talking, like I could see you're like a super deep guy. And I feel that like, you know, you just, you really, you get Bitcoin. And I absolutely, you know, heard you on your, your intro podcast. And I could see that there's good things coming. And I wanted to have you on my podcast and, you know, expose the listeners to, uh, to St. Bitcoin. Nice, dude. So awesome, man. So, man, let's uh, let's dive into it. I uh, I always start this off with the uh, the rabbit hole story. How did uh, how did Saint Bitcoin? You know, before Bitcoin, how did you become Saint Bitcoin? Oh well, let me tell you, man, because I got a freaking rabbit hole story for you. Okay, um, you know, I'm Saint Bitcoin, Bitcoin maximalist, hodler of last resort. I live in America and I love my country. I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity to to be here. Um, I'm a proud gun owner. I love my Second Amendment and I love my guns. Uh, I'm a carnivore. (laughs) I love devouring (laughs) that delicious red meat. Um, And I'm a fundamental Christian in my beliefs uh, regarding spirituality and values and stuff like that. And And just going back to what you said as we first started off our podcast, you know, 
when you really do get to spend some time with some of these Bitcoiners, you know, you really get to realize that they're great people. They got great family values and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they really believe that Bitcoin is better money. It's the future of money. And they're putting their time and energy in that to uh, better themselves and the people around them. I totally agree. Yeah. So uh, let me get into this rabbit hole story, man. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think it's funny that uh, on the last podcast episode that I did, uh, I featured uh, Nick Camp Mine, Young Nick. I think it's funny that I called Nick uh, Young Nick because I'm actually only a few years older than him. I'm pretty young. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started my journey actually in 2016, and it wasn't with Bitcoin specifically. But it was almost like that that red pill realization of our financial system and the economy and economics and history and the lies and the deception and the corruption and all of that stuff like that. So in 2016, um, my journey actually started in the stock market. And uh, from there, uh, my journey actually went to gold and silver. And uh, it's it was kind of like a, a process of enlightenment. You know, I went from stocks to gold and silver to shit coins to Bitcoin. You know, it's like a, a process of monetary enlightenment. And and and, <laughs> and, awesome. um, and uh, so, yeah, that was in 2016. And I was really listening to people like Mike Maloney and your hidden secrets of money. You know, that one was really good. Um, and. I'm really sad that, that people like that just don't get Bitcoin. You know, they have a lot of good insight into, I guess, economics. But it's just when it comes to Bitcoin, man, like people like that just get so lost. Um, yeah, they just don't get it. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 but that has to do with like indoctrination, right? Like, I mean, we were never told, you know, like, look, you know, you grew up in so America. I, <laughs> I think for someone like me um, being a little bit younger, it might be a little bit easier to to grasp new concepts. You know, I think someone like that who's been so ingrained in the system for so long, it takes a little bit more of uh, deprogramming and relearning and stuff like that. Agreed. Yeah, totally agreed. So so 2016 was like a year of me waking up to all of this stuff. Uh, in 2017, I, that was the year I just got married. Um, I was building my freelance career in my hometown and I was traveling a little bit too, building that up, getting clients and stuff like that. I actually work in the entertainment industry. Uh, I do more backstage stuff. And um, I was really just trying to get out there and do the right thing. And at that time, you know, I was still learning and learning. Um, I was on a work trip somewhere and, uh, you know, I usually never do this. And uh, as I was leaving that work trip, uh, the specific place I was working at had slot machines in it. So, you know, I was thinking, hey, I, I never really do this. Um, and I certainly am never going to go in the high roller room in a casino and play a slot machine. So <laughs> let me just try this once. So so I took a hundred dollar bill and I went in I went in the high roller room and the machine I was playing. Uh, it was a $25 spin. You had to spin 25 bucks to do a spin. So the first one, I didn't win anything. The second one, I didn't win anything. And on the third try, boom, it went seven, seven, triple sign. And I ended up winning like 3000 and something dollars. It oh, was really, man. It's really crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. So so after that, I had the foresight that I needed to do something with my money, but uh, I didn't <laughs> have the education to know what to do with it. 
if that makes sense. So from there, you know, I had a great career and I had that little, you know, random uh, gain that happened. And uh, I seen a friend on Facebook and he was posting about a little something called Litecoin. And I didn't know what that was at the time. Uh, I started researching it. This guy had a business. He had an e-commerce business. And this was something he was doing on the side was buying Litecoin, mining Litecoin. So my first actual purchase of any cryptocurrency was in like September of 2017. And I actually purchased like 30 Litecoins when they were like $80. That was my first cryptocurrency transaction. And while it was in Bitcoin, it opened my eyes up. Like that was the, that was the thing that just thrusted me into the space. And, uh, you know, around that time, this is when all the hype is going on. This is when everybody is getting into crypto, getting into Bitcoin, you know, uh, all the scammers are out in full force. All the influencers are out. The Ponzi schemes are, are pumping out, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that that's where my eyes really got opened up to this whole space. And after that is when I started buying my first Bitcoin. But unfortunately, the next step of my journey, I got Ponzi schemed. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, it happened to me. No, I know. Yeah, I was young and, you know, I wasn't very educated and naive and stuff like that. But uh, like I said in my last episode, man, you know, some of these things, these are the uh, these are the scars. These are the things you got to go through to get to where you are today. And so, you know, I appreciate my mistakes because they were learning curves. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it was actually uh, an old friend of mine. Uh, you know, that's how they always get you right with the with the. <laughs> With the multi-level marketing, of course, thing. it's a friend. It's always an old, it's always an old friend. Hey, buddy, <laughs> how, how you doing, man? Yeah, and uh, it was actually USI Tech out of all of them, oh. so one of the real bad ones. But uh, you know, I used uh, uh, some of that slot machine winnings, and I used some of that for Litecoin, and, and you know, I started using some of my own money too. And you know, unfortunately, I just got. Um, I just got caught up in all that. Um, you, you know, I realized um, the greed is what draws you in. And, and uh, if you want to be a successful hodler of last resort, if you want to be a Bitcoiner, if you, if you want to be uh, uh, successful in that kind of area of long-term investing, you, you have to get that mindset of like quick gains and stuff out of your head or you're going to fail miserably. I, I totally agree. And I, you know, I, I told you, uh, you know, similar experience, you know, uh, I, I had, uh, I had similar types of uh, issues happen to me with uh, uh, HYIPs, high yield investment programs, you know, okay. so similar to USI tech, uh, but you know, you go, you put in money, and then they, they pay you out like every three days or something. And then eventually, uh, the site disappears. Yeah. I think you're just giving them your Bitcoin and then yeah. slowly giving you your own Bitcoin back and other people's money. So that's right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty horrible. It but, is. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you don't know anything or you're, or, you know, you're naive and stuff like that. But hey, you know, it gets um, you. Yeah. Anyway, caught up in that whole scene, that whole uh, area, that whole market. But you know what? To be completely honest with you, in the back of my mind, like seriously, in the very back of my mind, I knew there was something very different about Bitcoin specifically. 
in regards to like monetary policy, economics, the where our society is headed, where the future of money is headed, you know, uh, the economic crises that are going to be coming up. And I knew there was something different about Bitcoin and, and it's always captivated me past all of that other garbage. But at the peak of the bull market, um, I was actually on a work trip somewhere else. And um, this is when probably all the altcoins were at their peak. Bitcoin was, I think, just finishing its $19,000 run. Dude, I was on this work trip and I was watching. I, I didn't have access to my keys or anything, but dude, I was literally watching my, this portfolio on, on my screen go up by tens of thousands of dollars. Like it was, it was freaking insane. me out when I was at work, dude. Like I was at work, like it was freaking me out, man. And by the time I got back home, everything was already crashing. So I tried to sell my shit coins as soon as I could. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was crazy, man. USI closed down at like the same time. So like, you know, shit coins were up. USI was down. It was a freaking roller coaster, dude. And, and, uh, I'm so glad to be out of all that. But, um, when Bitcoin, uh, started doing its thing, started getting really volatile on the downside, I noticed that pattern that it kept bouncing off of the, uh, the 6,000 line, you know, that 6,000 support that was for so long. And, uh, after it was done, after it kept bouncing off that, I knew that that was my time to, uh, you know, start getting back in and really take this thing seriously. And after it dropped down to 3000, dude, that's literally just when I went all in, I said, screw it. I'm going all in like no looking back. And I'm totally happy that I did. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that is incredible. Well, well, well it's it was just from taking so much time. It was first of just humbling yourself and just realizing that you were wrong and you made mistakes and, and being open to realizing what the truth is. And for and, you know, at least in my opinion, and I know in many others, the truth is Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin is the monetary truth. And um, it took a while to realize that. But I'm grateful that I realized it at, at you know, BTC's local bottom in this cycle so far. So, yeah, exactly. And and let me ask you this, though. So when when it uh, when it got to that point and and you came to that realization, it was it like um is is that when you just decided to learn about it because you know there's there's that point where like a lot of my you know a lot of my friends are the people that I got into bitcoin you know when bitcoin got to that point they you know they they just gave up and stopped paying attention and and for me it was like well wait a second like this thing isn't dead like it's yeah. it's not going away and then you it's go and you, <laughs> exactly it's not going away and it just it doesn't care that we don't care <laughs> yeah so you know and then you you keep and then you know you keep doing research and then it, it just becomes more and more interesting so is is that is is that kind of what happened when it got to that point like did you, you when it got to that research? when it got to that point was when i really took it seriously i mean i was uh, this 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 whole journey the last you know two or three years i've always been studying economics and monetary policy and history Austrian economics and, and, you know, the truth about Bitcoin and geopolitics and all of this kind of stuff. But I guess at the same time, when I had my shit coins, I was I guess I was just trying to justify a case of why I could make a gain off of a shit coin. And, and you know, that's not a right way of thinking. But um, I always knew there was something different about Bitcoin. But when it hit that that low, that's when I really started taking it seriously. And that's really when I put like my life and my future plans on hold to just go all in in Bitcoin. Uh, that, that's absolutely awesome. So 
So, okay, so the, the, you went all in on Bitcoin, and now here we are, right? Like, from that... And now here I am. Yeah. Saint Bitcoin, I've been redeemed. <laughs> you know, like, went all the way up to 14K, and, like, now we're back at, like, uh, what yeah. is it? Like, eight and a half or something, a little less? Yeah, yeah. Um, stacking sats, man. I'm still right. stacking sats. So, yeah. but you also, you started your uh, you started your own podcast, right? The BTC Pleb Talk podcast. BTC Pleb Talk, Pleb Talk, however Sorry, you want yeah, to say it. I, I'm, I'm terrible. I actually, you know what? When I interviewed uh, Optimist Fields, right? Uh, oh, I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's so, he's awesome. And uh, yeah. like, we, we, were, we were discussing that, you know, is it Pleb or is it Pleb? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah do your thing man say it say it however you want <laughs> yeah exactly right. you know but right. I, I just feel honey badger don't care exactly it, it doesn't um so yeah, yeah so you started uh, why uh why did you start your own podcast so after all of this whole journey getting to where i am today uh being all in on bitcoin i just realized i really have a passion for bitcoin and not only that uh, outside in my personal life you know, I said earlier in the beginning of this episode that I'm a Christian, so I, I have a passion for people also. So I really enjoy engaging with people, getting to uh, hear from other people, making friends and stuff like that. And I thought a podcast would be a great way to do that. And actually, shout out to uh, Dr. Bitcoin, you know, um, Dr. Bitcoin <laughs> was actually the person that encouraged me to do something other than stacking sats. So I'm grateful for that. That you know what, and and that's that's absolutely amazing because a lot of people, and that's actually something I mentioned in a lot of my first episodes when I was still a partial shit coiner and I was really just getting into Bitcoin only, um, but I still had some shit coins I hadn't gotten rid of. But um, you know, like that that was that, that was a big thing for me. You know about uh, not you know like you you're not just just because you can't program doesn't mean that you can't contribute to no, to, no, to Bitcoin. Not. And I think a lot of people, they end up feeling that way because when you come on, we're not talking crypto Twitter, right? Because crypto Twitter is like totally different. That That's like a whole bunch of shit coining and like yeah, it, it just, guys. I, I mean, it's it's not like I, I was part of that too. And like, it's, it's just a whole bunch of shilling to each other. Yeah. Well, but no like, doubt. but like Bitcoin Twitter has like, I find a lot of, you know, like a, obviously like a lot of like the, 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 there's like ethical conversations about Bitcoin and, you know, it's like philosophical conversations about Bitcoin. And then you have people discussing, you know, vulnerabilities and stuff like that. It gets like very technical. And then you're like sitting there like, man, how do I, you know, these guys are like these people, the, you know, these people have a lot to say. And it's, it's very, it, it, it it's very meticulous. Like, how do I contribute to this space? Yeah, and me you know? and you were talking. Me and you were talking about this a little bit earlier. Like, especially with uh, Bitcoin pleb talk, um, a lot of these conversations that we have, yes, like they're casual and entertaining, and they're fun and stuff like that. They are informative, but um, you know, casual and entertaining. A lot of these conversations, you know, that we're having, even one like this, you can't have these conversations with the normie people around you that don't get it yet so while to us it might be you know an entertaining and fun conversation to other people listening it's actually very valuable to them so i realize that how powerful 
words are in conversation. Yeah, they really are. And, and I, I think it's also, uh, to your point, you know, it's also encouraging, right? I, I'd like to think that, you know, people who thought that all they could do was stack sats, not that that's not good, you know, that's obviously great, but, you know, that didn't think they could contribute. I'd like to think that, you know, I'd, I've given them some type of hope to say, and even in your case also have given them some type of hope to say, hey, you know what, like maybe I, maybe I can contribute in a different way, you know? Yeah, yeah. All of these average everyday people that, you know, don't have a huge following, that don't have the popularity, you know, a lot of them have extremely good things to say. Their opinions are very valuable and they have a voice and stuff like that, but it doesn't always get to be heard. So these podcasts and stuff like that really help bring that out. And it really helps uh, uh, lift people up and encourage people and inspire them to do great things also. So actually, uh, let's talk about that because you... um you know, the BTC pleb or plebe talk podcast, um, if I understand it correctly, you're, you're specifically, uh, you're specifically like, you know, trying to get, uh, chats with, you know, like with fellow plebes, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and I think that that's what's really amazing, right? Like a lot of people like, you know, I, I've also interviewed some influencers as well. You know, I've got some big names on my podcast as well, but I find that some of the, some of the, some of the most uh, surprising conversations have been with actually the non-influencers, right? Like the fellow plebes. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, there's a ton of people that have helped me along my way, you know, in my journey of becoming more sovereign over my finances and studying Bitcoin and all that good stuff. It, the podcast really helped me out um, getting over this learning curve. I'm really appreciative of them. You know, me and you talked about Tales from the Crypt. That's, that's probably one of the best ones out there, yeah. to be honest with you. Agreed. Tales from the Crypt has just amazing content. I really like uh, Citizen Podcast. I like Stephen Levera. <laughs> a- anything with Trace. And, and, I, and I like your podcast, too. So it's just great learning content out there. Um, uh, sorry, for Citizen, though, you said it's Citizen Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah cool. Okay. Yeah, Brady. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And um, all that stuff is great, man. There's certain Bitcoiners that have really helped me along in my journey. Um, just like Nick said in my first episode, Psychedelic El Barto. Shout out to Barto. You know, he, he's always there with great resources for, um, I guess, new Bitcoiners, people who are, who are uh, learning about this technology, the space, economics. Barto always has great content. Um, Dieter Bob is actually somebody that I really get to talk to on a daily basis. Uh, I love his outlook and I love his, uh, no BS take on this space. So that's really cool. Cool. Um, I love the pleb chats actually getting to talk to all of these Bitcoiners. There's a couple telegram groups that have a bunch of Bitcoin plebs in them. And, you know, on a daily basis, I get to talk to people like Rory, my living truth, Jamie Lim, and even you. Coin Icarus and you guys are all great people like um, great outlooks on life like great money habits uh, values and stuff like that and I'm just excited to see all of these different types of people in the Bitcoin space oh man that's fantastic yeah this is some yeah. great shout outs man yeah those are, those are definitely like a lot of yeah. the people that uh, I end up chatting with as well so it's really cool yeah yeah Dr. Bitcoin helped me out a lot. Dieter Bob helped me out a lot. And um, actually, one of the first Bitcoin plebs that I ever talked to is actually American Hoddle. And uh, I've been talking to him a lot. And uh, he's a cool dude, too. I love his uh, Mr. Six. stacking. 
<laughs> Mr. Yeah. 615. Mr. 615. <laughs> yeah, that guy. No, he's a cool dude. I've gotten to chat with him a lot. Um, funny story. He's actually the only Bitcoin pleb that knows who I am in real life. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> it's a really uh, funny coincidence, but um, we have a couple uh, similarities in our personal life that we found out from conversations and stuff like that so he's the only one that knows who saying bitcoin is you know all of the people you know all the people in my real life uh interactions and work and and uh goings and stuff like that they have no clue what i do on twitter and my podcast and stuff like that oh wow that's awesome yeah so that's uh so that that's actually that that's interesting right that leads into our conversation on opsec right that that's really interesting so you kind of you manage to keep that separation i i personally don't um, I, I don't keep that separation, uh, fully, I would say like, there's like at least five or six people at work that know my podcast and stuff like that. There's like, nice. yeah, there's, but it, it's like, they're all part of like, I, we have a Bitcoin kind of meetup at work. It, it's, oh, Hey, yeah, but that's it, pretty cool. But it's not like, it's not as great. Like, oh. you know, <laughs> it's just me. It's a, it's a, it's a sad excuse for a meetup. Like we, we try so hard, but like, yeah. You know, it's like you're sitting there at work and, yeah, you know, we're like five, you know, we're like four or five people. And out of like those people, there's only a couple of us that actually have Bitcoin. So, mm. well, well, so like with me in my personal life, I think my wife, my parents and one cousin are the only people know that I have a Bitcoin Twitter and a Bitcoin podcast. Awesome. Right. So I, I keep it like I talk to all my coworkers about Bitcoin and stuff like that. Like they all think I'm crazy. But uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I'm always known as like the Bitcoin guy and the Jesus guy. Like those, <laughs> those are the two things like, oh, there's the there's the Bitcoin Jesus dude coming. Oh, my and, gosh. And uh, so but I keep that OPSEC uh, very, I guess, separated. So that's why I think it's extremely funny that there's this. American hodl guy in the middle that knows who I am. <laughs> it is. But do you see how small yeah. world it is? Dude, it's dude, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. It's a real small world. Yeah. It's so insane. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, you know what? Something I saw today, I wasn't really planning on discussing, but uh, I saw on, on Twitter, I think it was uh, Matt O'Dell that either commented on it or retweeted on it. It was a uh, lady, uh, Michelle Fan, who I personally did not know before that tweet, and I still really don't know much about. Um, she's like a very, a very successful YouTube personality. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I think she, I think she was like a YouTube makeup kind of girl, something like that. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I know who you're talking about. So, um, okay. So I, she, I, I and again, I, I don't know the full context of this, but the clip showed her explaining in very, very simply what Bitcoin is and how it works. And it was absolutely amazing. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know how, obviously I don't know how technical she is or not and whatever, but like to hear somebody that you wouldn't expect, that's not really what, you know, what we consider in our space to be able to explain it so easily and so well. Um, I, I mean, that goes to the point of narrative compression, right? Like, like that, that was something that Dan Held actually talked about that once the, once the narrative gets compressed enough right once we get that perfect story that perfect narrative like that that's when we you know what i mean that that's when we go you know slowly then all at once right so so my wife um was actually listening to a youtube video by that same lady oh cool um it had to be maybe two months ago you know 
my wife sees all the Bitcoin stuff I do, and obviously she can't get away from it. So she hears about all of it. And um, she knows enough to get it. She knows enough to understand why we need Bitcoin, why Bitcoin's the future of money, and what uh, basic problems are wrong in our economics. But, you know, that, that's about as far as she goes. And uh, she, she um, was actually listening to a YouTube video by that lady like two months ago. And she was so excited to show it to me because she was talking because the lady was talking about Bitcoin and how she's more excited about Bitcoin than than her actual, you know, business that she's had for a while. And it really clicked in my wife's head. And, uh, uh, you know, it's cool that someone like that lady is reaching a group of people who, you know, might not be very interested in finances or economics or Bitcoin for that matter. So, so the question now becomes, has Mrs. St. Bitcoin tumbled down the rabbit hole? <laughs> yeah, she's, she's been tumbling down the rabbit hole for a while. I think it would be really funny because um, she has a lot of funny takes on shit coins and stuff like that. So I think it'd be really funny to like do an interview with my own wife one day. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Actually, that's yeah, a great idea. Yeah. You know, I never yeah. even I never thought of that. Um, yeah. Because my wife also, same type of thing, you know, I mean, she obviously, unfortunately, ends up hearing my hour long, you know, like many, many conversations oh, about Bitcoin no all the time. Um, and of course, you know, it's, it's it becomes like anybody mentions it at a get together and she knows like, OK, that's it. He's about to start a conversation that doesn't stop, yeah. you know, yeah. so. So anyways, yeah, it's like it, to your point, you know, it's like partially tumbling down the rabbit hole. But I think in her case, when it really clicked is when I brought her to the MIT Bitcoin Expo. She okay. ins she installed a Coinami wallet and they sent her 250,000 sats. Really? And, and at the time it was worth, you know, remember back in that time, it was like March 19th. Okay. So, so we were like, I don't know, maybe 4K, something like that. So we hadn't done, we hadn't started the run, right? Yeah. To 14. So she, anyway, she got those, she got those 250 K sats. And then all of a sudden she goes back to look at it and it's worth like $13 and 25 cents. <laughs> and she's like, nice. Oh my gosh. I'm like, number, go up, I'm like, number go up. I'm like, that's, it's what it does. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but I explained cool. to her, I'm like, it was, you know, like it finally clicked to her, like at least the, the, not just the, the value proposition, but she began to understand. And actually at that point she went, got a cash app, you know, installed, got, got the cash app and started to like stack sats traditionally, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. So, I, I really, I really appreciate uh, guys that include their wives in and stuff like that. Like, you know, you're married and you're going to spend the rest of your life together. So, uh, you know, when you include your wife and stuff like that, you know, it's it's cool to work together as a team. Yeah, exactly. And, and vice versa, you know, like yeah. I'll, I'll go and do like a lot of the stuff, you know, that she enjoys doing, you know, like going to the museum and stuff like that or going to see, you know, different operas, you know, that like she enjoys. But like at the same time, it's like to your point, it, it's good to have that, you know, that balance. It, it, it's important to be engaged in each other's lives, you know? Oh, yeah, man. If you if you end up, you know, marrying your best friend, you're set. Yeah, it totally, totally agreed. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, on this uh, on this path of, uh, you know, like enlightenment and whatnot, um, you know, talking about values. Um, okay. Let's uh, we're going to move over to the uh, if if you could suggest any uh, any books to read to the uh, to the listeners. 
Ooh, yeah, books, books. yeah, or nice. a book or whatever. A, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, man. Uh oh. <laughs> I am not extremely big on reading books, but you know, um, it's okay. I think I think the last Bitcoin book I bought was was the Bitcoin Standard by Saifedean, and you know, obviously that's a great book. Yeah. Um, you have to have that. Yeah. It's a it, it's a staple for Bitcoin. You know what I mean? You got to put that one in your tool belt. And, you know, uh, I'm actually excited about, you know, I want to find somebody that I could pass that book down to someone who is, you know, really interested. I want to be able to pass it down to them. The um, the book that I read the most, to be completely honest with you, is I read the Bible. That is my go to book. Cool. And uh, I have learned so many similarities between um like biblical faith and the biblical story and uh, like Bitcoin and stuff like that. One of the things I was talking to you about earlier is um, I see the prophets from the Old Testament and the disciples from the New Testament and the early believers and stuff like that. I see them as the original hodlers of last resorts and the original, they're, they're the original maximalists. Um, they believe that, you know, Jesus was the way and, and that everything else was false and garbage and they were willing to die for that belief and i see the hodlers of last resort you know they believe that bitcoin is the truth bitcoin is the evolution of money it's the greatest form of money and all of these other things are imposters and they're not not willing to give up that belief for anything so um coming from a spiritual background and and seeing how these bitcoiners operate it was it was kind of easy for me to understand that kind of mindset I think that that's really incredible. The uh, you know the parallel that uh, you know that that you're drawing you know between the uh, the Bible and the Bitcoiners and the original the apostles. I, I think that is absolutely awesome. I, I you know um, have you ever read any of the the stuff from like uh, Brian Quidham who who you know like the uh, the Bitcoin mushroom guy you know who, who talks no, about no. okay so he he kind of equates like Bitcoin to to fungi. You know okay so he he does that and like it's it's really interesting like i i love to see people like because you see like you know so based on what you're explaining right obviously like the bible spirituality all this is very important to you it touches you at a core level and and yeah. so bitcoin reaches you i believe based on what you're explaining it's reaching you at that same level for what it is Yes. You know, like yes. it's totally. like and, and that's that's what's beautiful about Bitcoin. Right. Like I, um, you know, we always read uh, we always end up seeing this. Right. You know, you, you don't change Bitcoin. Bitcoin changes you. And, oh, no and, doubt. And it's like and, and, and that's what ends up happening is that you end up incorporating it into into what you had and you end up drawing the similarities from it into what you were already into. It's, it's really incredible. Yeah. You know, I think I think it's good to be well-rounded, man. I have a um, I have a good sense of spirituality. So 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 I'm I'm sovereign in my spirituality. I am a gun owner, and I know how to protect myself. So I'm sovereign over my person, and I have Bitcoin with my private keys. So I'm sovereign over my finances. I, I think that that's absolutely amazing, man. Very very cool. Yeah, I. Um... It's definitely uh, it, it's definitely something that, you know, like when we were discussing it completely, you know, I put out a tweet earlier, uh, I think yesterday about where I was in 2018, you know, and, hmm. and, and where I am today. And and I oh, yeah. Even just a year's time, man. A year. Exactly. Like a lifetime sometimes. Doesn't it? Know? And like, isn't it in terms of like what in, ter- in terms of things that have changed? 
I mean, yeah. I, like I went back to go look at your profile. I saw that you joined in 2018. I'm like, I, I'm shocked. I I, I'm yeah. shocked that I only met you like uh, a month ago or something. Or I think it was like, yeah, it well, feel, but it feels I, like so much longer. I think we've been on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I think we've had each other's Twitter profiles for a while, but we never really started like talking more like friends up until maybe like a month ago. That's right. Yeah, see, yeah, exactly. It's pretty crazy, man. It feels like it. But let's see. Here's the thing, man. You know, when you meet good people, when you meet genuine people, it feels like you've known each other for a while. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so let me ask you this. Okay, so you you read the Bible, but uh, what about uh, what about any any movies? Right? Like people always like to. Um, I, I forget who it was that put out this tweet a while back. It may have been Jameson Law. Okay. But something about like you know, um, I, I I guess you know something to the extent of you know what what. I guess what movie like best depicts, you know, the way that, you know, that we're going with Bitcoin, you know, like some people choose oh, the movie like oh, Tron oh, or, or, yeah. or, you know, something um, like that. I just see um, if if I could pick any movie, you know, I even though I'm a young person, I'm I'm a fan of the Warriors. I really love the movie, the Warriors. And uh, uh, I see the Warriors as uh Bitcoin, you know, they're trying to make their you know, the warriors are trying to make their journey back home, back to Coney Island. And they have all these all these challenges and all these struggles along the way. And like uh, all, all these different people attacking them. So, uh, so they get back home. So like I see the warriors as Bitcoin on, on and Coney Island is like hyper Bitcoinization and it's on its journey there. <laughs> that, that that's awesome sense. no it does it does <laughs> if you think about it like and i think i uh, i obviously you know i don't want to misquote anybody but you know bitcoin is is often compared to the hero's quest right okay yeah yeah yeah. you know it's like it's it, it's the total underdog that everyone expects that will just go away but it just won't yeah you definitely. know so oh man it, anyways so look it, it's been totally amazing talking with you um, oh dude I, I, I'm super grateful for this conversation, man. Like we should definitely have more. Oh, we will. It's it, yeah. it's been absolutely amazing having you on. Um, so look, if anybody wants to uh, get in touch with uh, Saint Bitcoin, what's the best way of reaching you? The best way of reaching me is on my Twitter. It's Saint underscore Bitcoin, and my podcast episode is BTC Pleb Talk. And my goal for that is to come out with one to two episodes every month. You know, depending on life's life's challenges and busyness and stuff like that so i'm looking forward to a lot of real genuine conversations with some really cool good people that's fantastic man so look i'm gonna put your um i'm gonna put your details in the show notes uh for the uh, the podcast and where people could reach you on twitter sweet yeah and uh make sure you tag all of the uh people that we shouted out yes absolutely i'm actually gonna get uh, the list from you after the show so nice uh, yeah man thank you so much for uh for coming on the podcast and uh we're gonna talk soon yeah i hope everybody enjoyed my amazing conversation with saint bitcoin i really had a great time talking to him he's super cool so um you know like i said all of his info is going to be in the show notes and of course, if you want to reach me on Twitter or Telegram, I'm at CoinIcarus. Uh, my new email now is funwithbitcoin at protonmail.com. And yeah, like I said, you know, check out the, uh, check out the merch shop at uh, moetarags.com. Keep hodling, stacking sats, and I'll catch you all next time.